This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Coming up in about 20 minutes, we are going to go off the board. But in the meantime, it's time for our NFL Power Rankings. Which teams, which players do we want to fade for the rest of the regular season. A little bit of a mixture. Teams that maybe we want to fade as far as their futures potential. Maybe against the spread. Whatever. But this is where we get to hateful. And we are proud of it. So Joe, how about you kick things off for us? All right. We're going to start with one and work our way down. Starting with our favorite fade of the final month. And number one on the list for me. It's favorite team in the NFL. The L.A. Superchargers. Uh-oh. L.A. Superchargers. There, there is no reason that we see Herbert again this year. It's a guy named Easton Stick, they tell me. And I'm looking at the coaching mismatches <laughs> that we are going to see in the last few games. Like, if you look past Thursday, which, by the way, them on the road at Vegas, I don't know what's going to happen there. I, I don't have much interest, but we'll find a way to break it down tomorrow. It is Staley against McDermott, Staley against Sean Payton, Staley against Andy Reid. And when you look at that at the start of the year, people probably thought, oh, Casey won't be playing for anything. They're probably going to be the one. Well, that's not going to be the case. There's probably a a situation where they are going to be playing for something. So uh, I see mismatches with Easton Stick and a number of other injuries that they have. It's going to be a bad final month for the L.A. Chargers. Number two on the list, my favorite fade in the final month, New York Giants. New York Mm. Giants have a 5-8 and eight record with the third-worst point differential in the NFL. And, yay, good job. Good job on your three-game winning streak. I don't think anybody believes that's going to last. And look at the teams that they just beat up. So, yeah. Oh, by the way, they have the Eagles twice. They haven't played them yet. So that's going to happen a couple times in the final month. So I'm going to be fading the Giants in the final month. Number three on the list, we mentioned uh, them in the first segment of the show. Yeah, I'm putting a good team in there. I'm putting a putting an explosive offense in there because the number always comes into play. Give me the Miami Dolphins. Number three on my favorite fade of the final month. What do we know about the Dolphins? What do we always say? They beat up bad teams. Okay, well, they're not going to be playing a lot of bad teams in the final month. And before you say, well, Joe, they've got uh, an easy game this week. They're playing the Jets. Yeah, you're right. They are playing the Jets. And you know what? Is Tyreek Hill going to be 100%? We're not sure about that. And after that, they've got Dallas, Baltimore, Buffalo. Hmm. Could be tough for Miami to cover some of these point spreads in that final month. So putting the Dolphins in at number three. Number four, let's go to the Commandos. I mean, this is going to be an easy fade. The last two games, 
they've played, they've been outscored by 65 points. And you think about that pass defense against McVay and Stafford, against Shanahan with Purdy, against Dak, the MVP favorite right now. They're playing, they're playing favorite number one and two in the last two weeks of the year. It's going to be ugly. Uh, fading the commandos. And then the last one. All right, it's easy. Let's just go against Bryce Young. He's getting worse as the season moves along. This is not how it's supposed to be going. And I don't see it getting much better. Uh, they've covered two games. We are entering week 15, and the Panthers have covered two games all year. So I had to put them in my top five fades. Chargers, number one. Giants, two. Dolphins, three. Commandos, four. Panthers, five. Eric? Love it. Um, we have pretty similar ones. I was trying to find... Okay. Um, you know, what do my teams have in common? I noticed three of them have lame duck coaches. So maybe that uh, says something about where these teams are right now. Number one. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, he's on the list. I'm going with the Panthers. Uh, I looked a lot at trends in terms of these teams that I put on the list. ATS. So Panthers... 0 for 5 in their last 5 games ATS, 3-9-1 ATS in their last 13 games, and 1-4 and straight up in their last 5 home games. They obviously have a home game this week. So the Panthers, it's an obvious one. It's been, what, uh, I, October 29th when they beat the Texans by 2 points that they've really played in a close game. I don't have a lot of confidence that they're going to uh, be covering many of these spreads down the stretch. Number two, here's a lame duck coach for you. Staley and the Chargers, one in four ATS and straight up in the last five games. <laughs> no Herbert now. I mean, things just aren't looking good. You got the Raiders, the Bills, the Broncos, the Chiefs coming up. I just, uh, this just seems like another obvious choice for the Chargers. Uh, not a lot to play for, especially losing Herbert. That was just kind of like the nail in the coffin. Then we've got it number three, the Falcons. Sorry, Ian McMillan. Three and nine ATS in the last 12 <laughs> games, two and four straight up in their last six. I mean, the Falcons are three and eight in their last 11 games on the road, and they play three of their last four games on the road. Is that good? No, it's very bad. We've said that the Falcons are frauds, even if Ian McMillan, one of our favorite guests, cannot admit it. This is a team that you do want to fade down the stretch. Number four. Fade the Blue Jays, too. I'm, fade the Blue Jays right now. Uh, oh, yeah. Another coach that's gone, Ron Rivera. There is so much wrong with this team. This oh, new yeah. ownership. They don't want any stink that had Rivera's name all over it. Everyone in town seems to hate Eric Bieniemy, which I think says more about the fan base because I like Bieniemy, and I think maybe the players are soft. But it seems like everybody's got to go. Commanders one and six straight up in their last seven games. Two four and one ATS in their last seven. They stink. And then finally, this team could have been one. It could have been five plug and play it's the patriots belichick gone after the season one in five ats and straight up in their last six patriots one in nine ats in their last 10 home games you can't even play well at home what are you doing i mean this team stinks so there's my list <laughs> panthers chargers falcons commanders and patriots i did not have the dolphins or the giants i like those moves i probably should have been a little more bold and picked a team there are a couple afc teams that i thought about fading but i also have futures on them to, 
do something. So I was like, all right, I got to commit. So I did not put a team like maybe the Texans on there. If CJ Stroud isn't healthy, I uh, thought about that one could be a team to fade as well. You, you know what? I think all five could get fired of the coaches that you of your mm, teams. That's a good point. Like yeah. this is year three for Arthur Smith. Are they heading mm -hmm. in in a direction that's positive yet? Not. I, I mean, I don't think they've <laughs> been in a good direction all season long. <laughs> Uh, right, you know, you get. I mean, in his tenure want, uh, with Bijan Robinson, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. There's gonna be a lot of firings okay. on that Monday, right? Oof. Oh, it's gonna be delicious, no doubt about it. Just because, like, <laughs> yeah. you you know, if you have your starting quarterback and you still stink, then yes, that's on you. Like, it's no one else's mm -hmm. fault but your own. Okay, uh, as for my list, I did uh, add a couple of individual players uh, when it comes to, say, season awards and stat leaders and things like that. So there are also places where maybe you want to fade uh, some guys who are getting bandied about as far as some individual awards are concerned. And that's why my number one person, place, or thing to fade is Tyreek Hill. Cancel my subscription. I don't want any more of the issues. We need to stop this MVP conversation in the here, in the now. What is his actual health? What's going on with the ankle? This matters a great deal. He cannot miss any significant time if we're supposed to believe a receiver is going to win MVP. He has also been a less significant factor in his own offense, and this has lasted for a while. Now, through the first six weeks of the season, Hill led the NFL in team air yard share, but since week seven, he is 15th. There are other receivers who are making bigger names for themselves than Tyreek Hill is. He cannot win MVP, so that's why I'm fading him. Number two, a team that did win over the weekend, the Denver Broncos. I, I, I can't do this anymore. I am going blind because <laughs> I can't see them anymore. I can't do it. Russell Wilson's success rate is 42%, seventh worst among qualified passers, Part of it is that Wilson likes to go outside the pocket, and usually that leads to bad things when he does that. Lions, Patriots, Chargers, Raiders, they may not intimidate, but if this, if this uh, Broncos defense does not have key takeaways, well, guess what, folks? That defense suddenly becomes beatable, and I would not be surprised if the Broncos get upset at least once or twice against teams we have little respect for. Number three, T.J. Watts. We should cancel our gym membership because this is not working out. If DPOI is down to Watt, Garrett, and Parsons, do not consider Watt to have any value because his odds are longer than the others. He has 35 fewer quarterback pressures than Parsons, 14 fewer than Garrett, slower pass rush get-off time, and though he has more run stuffs, it does not matter when it comes to defensive player of the year. It is all about your pass rushing abilities, and he is one step slower than the other two guys. He's also a bad bet for most sacks because the fundamentals aren't as strong to where the other two, or maybe even someone like Trey Hendrickson, could take over that top spot. So do not back TJ Watt for any of these individual awards, please, and thank you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Number four, the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts. Absolutely not. I'm going to pull an Elsa and let them go. The Colts are 25th in my power ratings. And while I'm supposed to believe Gardner Minshew will do enough to earn a playoff spot, I say no. The Bengals pressured him a lot, and he wilted two of nine for 21 yards and a pick against pressure? Are you kidding me? These upcoming defenses like the Steelers and Texans, they will exploit this offensive line, and Indy could very well fall out of the playoff hunt, so do not back Indy. And finally, Bijan Robinson, and I might as well lump Arthur Smith in there as well because I just want to. I've been wanting to forever, and I'm going to do it one more time. You are supposed to be the sensational pass-catching running back as well as this speedster on the outside as this true ground threat. Instead, you have 9.3 receptions under-expected, under-expected. Third lowest mark and the worst among running backs? You want to blame Desmond Ritter for this? No, you got to take some responsibility for yourself. Do you want to blame Arthur Smith for this? Well, I would too, but... This is getting ridiculous as far as this offense is concerned. And just about everybody has been a disappointment. And we need to include Bijan Robinson in that mix. Are you going to be going under on props on these guys? Probably. Yeah. Like, is that part in of the fade? That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's part of the fade. Absolutely. It's, it's part of it is, okay, there are season-long awards and stat-leading categories. Definitely don't back these guys. But there are going to be situations where I go, you know what? You know, Robinson rushing yards, things like that. No. Or, you know, reception numbers, whatever. The answer is no. Yeah. Mm Tyreek also the same. Like I got burned by trying to do the receiving yards ladder with him on Monday. I learned a valuable lesson (laughs) and I don't expect to do it again. Yeah. Those are risky. It's player props Mm -hmm. are so risky. Monday night was a perfect example of why the books cleaned up on every popular player prop in both games did you notice that mm-hmm. like, the, the top five that for that bet mgm put out there for each game like they all missed of course it's all uh, over i'm this, so mad over that yeah <laughs> i had that double double parlay and i added tyreek into there with the anytime touchdown he oh he is had a touchdown oh. in every game but two games this season and i and obviously the double doubles hit and i'm like it's always one leg something you know the yeah. one time i tried to do a the, cross the one that was minus one leg and think it's a lock yeah exactly <laughs> so bad right the book's telling you oh no this is definitely going to happen what could possibly go wrong well everybody's well, he leaves the game it's december yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> you leave the game that's significant on the bingo card <laughs> she wanted yeah, a right. refund is what she's saying She's demanding uh, no, no, I'm not gonna call that uh, MGM and complain. It's my fault. You know what you're doing when you, do that. when you place a parlay. Mm-hmm. It's your fault. You're a sucker. Yeah, yeah, right. Like individual <laughs> bets. Like I mean, it, it's really not excusable, regardless. But like individual bets, I'm probably a little more sympathetic if, if something really wonky happens. But if it's part of a parlay, you know exactly what you're doing. You know exactly what you're trying to do. Yeah. I've been trying to do less props this year because of that, because Mm -hmm. it's just, it's so much, especially with football and the injuries and we mostly bet overs, but if you're on a side, at least you still have a chance, you know? Yeah. Like if a a player exits a game, it's over. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. I, I'm starting to think that maybe that's the lesson learned. Like with a month or so left in the season, the chances of players getting injured because they're already so banged up at this point that maybe it's time to back off the props if you're a big prop mm-hmm. better. Possibly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Depends I think I'm probably going to have the same under, amount of unders. Yeah, right. Unders. Well, but I, you know, I do have plenty of unders and I still bet those, you know, on a quasi regular basis, but I don't think anything, you know, should recruit preclude me. I mean, there's still individual places where I think, yeah, I can still see this happening. Yeah, this makes sense. I mean, there, there are probably some like quarterbacks that others are fading where the prop number is reasonable. Well, I mean, most years it's okay. The quarterbacks are staying healthy. They're making sure to protect the quarterbacks. And then this year has happened. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay. Be careful with your overs. Right. Yeah, it's, it's so many reasons for it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go off the board right here on the BetQL Network.